Hey there, thanks for tuning in to Pursuing Health. I just wanted to let you all know that CrossFit Health is hosting a virtual conference this weekend that I was lucky to be a part of. And so in this short episode, you'll be able to hear a preview of a panel I hosted for the conference on the topic of longevity with doctors Mike Mallon, Matt Dawson, and Tommy Wood. The conference brings together world-class experts to discuss the latest scientific research and advances in areas such as nutrition, mental health, injury treatment and prevention, genomics, and more. It's open to anyone, but healthcare professionals, physicians, and CrossFit Level 3 trainers can earn up to 8.5 CME or 8 CEU credits by attending. If you want to see the full lineup of presenters and register, you can go to conferences.crossfithealth.com. And you can also use code JULIE15 for 15% off at checkout. Note, I don't get any kickbacks for this myself. CrossFit was just kind enough to share a discount code as a thank you to my listeners. So I hope you'll check it out. Hello. Thank you to Dr. Mike Mallon, Dr. Tommy Wood, and Dr. Matt Dawson for joining me. We're going to be talking about longevity. And I loved listening to each of your individual talks. Um, and excited to have all three of you here at once in your brilliant minds just to be talking about this topic. So thanks for joining me. Thank you. Thanks for having us. So one point that I really wanted to make off the bat that came through, I think, in all of your talks was just how simple a lot of this is and how the basics, things like exercise, movement, eating real food, have a huge impact on our longevity and on reversing chronic disease. I think, you know, Tommy's talk, he talked about a lot of things that were consistent with the CrossFit methodology, things like aerobic fitness, muscle mass, grip strength, community were so important for longevity and brain function. Mike, I think used the words boringly simple when he said <laughs> when he was talking about improving longevity. So the first question I wanted to throw out to the group is just, if it's so boringly simple, why are we so bad at it? And I think as Mike, Mike referenced, our life expectancy is actually decreasing here in the U.S. So I can start. Uh, I think part of it is the the environment we live in. Like we know these things like movement and and light and all these things are really important, but we don't work and live in environments that are conducive to it. I mean, right now we're sitting and looking at a computer screen, and unfortunately, that's most of our days. Um, the food we all know it's simple: eat whole foods and preferably in season and just not too much of it, but that's not how our environment is designed. Calories are everywhere and they're not whole food for the most part. So I think it's the fact that we've come to create an environment for ourselves that it makes it really difficult to do those simple things. And so that's why we have to talk about it and push back and create systems for ourselves to redesign our environment to get back to those simple things. Yeah. What I was trying to get at there, Julie, was that 80% of it is boringly simple and conceptually boringly simple is very different from actually actuating the the changes in your life, right? Mm -hmm. We're talking about challenging changes. People need to eat right. They need to sleep. They need to exercise. They need to take time for mindfulness. They need to have social connections. Those things are real easy to roll off the tongue. They're much more challenging to create those habits and the human being in front of you. So it's it's boringly simple in with by conception, but not necessarily not necessarily when you actually try to do it. So simple, but not necessarily easy to implement I in most situations. Like uh, Matt was saying, it's, it's almost in, like all entirely driven by the environment. And we're such an intelligent species that we've managed to engineer out all of the stresses, quote unquote stresses, that we require to be healthy from the environment. And like Mike was saying, yes, it's, very, it's actually very simple to do the majority of things we need to do in order to live a long and, and healthy life. Uh, but it's, there's simple prescriptions, but not easy to do. However, 
I think is worth remembering that these things compound over time and one change usually leads to another. So when you start out saying you need to eat whole foods, you need to do X amount of exercise and you need mindfulness and you need social connection and you need sleep and to, uh, to look after your circadian rhythm, it sounds very daunting. However, we know that people who stick to one change are more likely to make another change. So if you improve your diet, you're more likely to exercise more, you're more likely to quit smoking. So if you do a little bit and you do manage to turn that into a habit, then these things sort of roll one into another. So it's, it's worth you know, remembering you don't eat an, an elephant all in one go, right? You do it one bite at a time. And, and these things do sort of compound over time if we can start to make those changes. I love that. And so true. And I think I love what, what Mike said about the 80%, like this 80-20 rule of if we can get these big things in place, we're going to get maybe 80% of the way there for our maximum longevity. And so I'd love to talk about, you know, knowing that and knowing that that's happening in cross affiliates and in garage gyms all over the world. We're focusing, you know, if we have someone who's maybe working out doing CrossFit five days a week, they're eating the CrossFit nutrition prescription, real food, let's go from there from that person. So we know kind of getting those basics in place is important. But now, let's say those are in place, we have kind of these, we can think about longevity or health as getting these big rocks in place first, and then trying to fill in with like pebbles and sand to fill in the the finer details. So we have someone who's got those big rocks in place of moving well, exercising, eating real food. Now let's talk about how can we start to address that other 20%. And so I'd love to just go through you guys already mentioned a few other lifestyle factors, things like sleep, things like mindfulness, you know, the social connection is already there, obviously, in a CrossFit setting, but, but how do we start to then make incremental improvements in longevity? And what are some other things that we should be looking at? Thanks so much for tuning in to this preview of the CrossFit Health Conference. Again, to see the full lineup of speakers and to register to attend, visit conferences.crossfithealth.com and use code JULIE15 for 15% off at checkout.